The jail booth became a confessional full of admitted sins, forgiveness, and answered prayers. In the midst of his ramblings about how and why he could do better, I heard myself mumble, brother, we need you. All right, y'all, welcome to the Black Man Lab After Flow, powered by the New Georgia Project. This is a once-a-lifetime opportunity. We are back. It's been two and, Keith, what, two and a half? Almost three years. We haven't been in the booth. We haven't been together. And, and we back, y'all. Black men back together. Number love. This is just a beautiful yeah, thing. And we have, we're in Statesboro. All right. Bullock County. I say it right, Mike? Yes, sir. All right. I want to make sure, hey, man, I ain't going to mess it up because I want to be able to come back here. One, because y'all really feed a brother very, very well. And so I want to be able to come back and, and, and eat and sit and reason together the way we did tonight. Oh, and we got a boy, we got a little wild one in the house. He just came busting in, but it's been awesome. So to, today, this evening, we were able to bring a group of brothers together and just talk. We talked about what matters to black men. Instead of people telling us, you know, here's what black men are thinking, we want to have a conversation about what are we thinking, what are we feeling, what are we experiencing. So let's start with each of you brothers introducing themselves. I want to start. With you, our elder in the room. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Hey, man, okay. look, so, you look good and you work out every day, so it's all good. I love it. All so right. I'm, I'm Michael Summer Sr. I'm a local business owner here in Statesboro, Georgia. I am from a very, very small town, Millen, Georgia, population, city population less than 3,000. I love being in Statesboro, and I love all these black men in this room today. It's a marvelous thing. My son's in here, and it makes me feel really, really well. Uh, I have a lot of energy today, and I'm looking forward to to discussing uh, what we're going to talk about here in a brief moment. All right, all right. And so your town may be smaller than Eldridge's town in Monroe, Georgia. So you might, I don't know, you may have, so 3,000 population? Inner city probably, yeah. All right, all right. You, you, you may have won that one. You may have won that one. Okay. Yet you uh, played at South Carolina State University. South Carolina State University. Played uh, in the NFL. Played in the National Football League for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, back in the eighties, late eighties. So you left all of that out, man. Yeah, See, I had to pull this out of you, black it's man. Okay. That's it's that's okay. a humble you know, black man. I think I think I don't think that's important. I think what's important is is what I can what I can give back to my black man. Yes, you sir. Know, and I think that we all think we can be athletes, but we all can't be athletes. And so there's a lot of things that we can be professionally in besides an athlete, a yes, sport. Sir. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, all right. I ain't gonna talk to you about that one athlete. This, you know. Um, running for something. We ain't going to talk about that right now. We're going to come back to it. Um, <laughs> let me go to the, to, the, to the youngest in charge. Hey, my name is Thurgood. I'm 15. Still in school, obviously. What school, man? You got to rep your school. I go to BA. Oh, <laughs> BA. <laughs> and look, everybody um, in the States, bro, is like, BA for real? Is that is that what y'all doing? Yeah, it's I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. It's not the greatest you could go to. I'm going to be completely honest. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so where do you intend on going when you go to college? That's, that's, we always looking forward. I would prefer to go to Morehouse for my undergraduate. Okay. There it is. Okay. Y'all give it up for Morehouse at HBCU. They just had a homecoming. And, and, and brother Miguel was at the homecoming and um just, you know, just cut up, man. He just ran, he running through the homecoming acting, you know, very um, uneducated, but it's all right. It's all right. Dang. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my brother. Yes, sir. Introduce yourself. My name is John Tay Nunley. Thirty-six, like I said, I'm from Claxton, Georgia, which is probably might be about the same size as Miller. Yes, sir. <laughs> Claxton. Yes, sir. Oh Claxton, man, Georgia. I know. That's a home of the Tigers, real Tigers. <laughs> oh, for real. <laughs> yeah. What you um, do for a living? Like I said, I'm the utility manager at Valmont. Um, I went to Denmark Tech in South Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what else? Uh, what organization? Like I'm, I'm, part, part I'm, part of, I'm part of a few great Masonic organizations. Like I said, I most work for Prince Hall Grand Lodge of Georgia. Oh, uh, like I said, so that's that's what's, that's what I got going on. All right, brother. Bless up. All right, well, we we are here. We're excited uh, to be in Statesboro to have this conversation. This conversation is a a black man lab conversation mm-hmm. powered by the New Georgia Project, and it's a beautiful thing for us to be able to come together and just build together. So I just want to just start with this. Um, a lot has been said recently about black men being kind of disengaged and not, you know, really being enthusiastic about this election cycle or just in general, right? It's just got us kind of just walking around. We just walking around. Um, I don't think that's the case. That's not my been my experience, but I want y'all to speak to, you know, where you feel and how you feel black men are moving in this moment right now and here in, in 2022. So anybody can get it started. Just don't step on each other. So I clearly, uh, this, I clearly believe that you know that we are moving, uh, but we are solidly moving. It's kind of like the quiet, the quiet storm that, that's mm-hmm. going on right now. I think that a lot of people are doing more listening than than maybe physical activity. They're just listening. So I, what I see is I see a, a group of young men, black men, in my community in Statesboro that are listening and mm-hmm. watching and hearing. Uh, there's a lot of work that's going on around in this town that people don't necessarily think is going on, but I think at the end of the day we're going to get out. We're going to vote. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show our, our our names at the polls, and we're gonna do what we need to do. I want to push you a little bit, real quick. Economic development—that's you know—that's a big big thing. You know, everybody's like, "What's going on with the economy for black men?" We know our unemployment rate. You know where we are with getting resource to uh, capital. You're a businessman. You're a very successful businessman here. What's your outlook on it? What do you what do you see as it relates for black men and economic viability? Well, clearly, they're, they're in this area, in this area, uh, logistics is a huge component. Uh, the port in Savannah is really, really growing. So there's a lot of small businesses that are developing around that. There's warehouses. There's there's, there's stores. There's uh, guys that's going getting the CDLs become truck drivers. So truck driving in this area is huge. And what people don't understand is, your truck is your business. Yeah. So if you get if you have one truck, you have a business. It's a very viable business. Uh, the average truck driver, you know can make anywhere from fifty to $100,000 a year at minimum uh, just by owning their own truck. But you start with getting your licenses. And so I've seen, I'm, I'm actually a part of Ogeechee Technical College here. Okay. And uh, I see a lot of that. I see the growth on the commercial driver's license side being extremely large. And there's a lot of African-American men that's doing that. Uh, so there's warehousing. There's not just, there's a whole lot more logistics than driving. There's dispatching. Yeah. There's brokering. Right. There's all kinds of things that's happening. And so that's what I see in this area as far as the, I think the fastest growing business for African-American men in this area is logistics. Logistics. All right. All right. All right. Appreciate that, Mike. Um, You are, just got a promotion. Mm-hmm. Got a little more, uh, a little more stress on you. Mm-hmm. You managing that stress. Mm. What do you, what do you, what are some of the things that that you're hearing from black men in terms of building positively um and and how we go about 
building positivity? What What are some of those things? One One of the things that building positivity for me is uh, for for brothers in general is trust. Like I said, you know, I know, and with, within my promotion, you know, what I got going on, this is kind of like a trust. You know, you know, it's dealing with, you know, like I said, you got people that, I mean. 50, 60 year old, you know, they got somebody that's 36 telling them, you know, you know what they do in, in a nice way, you know, mm -hmm. but, but at the same time, they got to have that trust with you. Then you also get this new generation, like, like John, like I always say, this Gen Z generation, that you got to also <laughs> be able to manage and you got to keep up with them, you know, and like I said, so it's kind of like, a, to me, it's like those guys building the trust, you know, so that's, that's where I'm at on that. All right. So we, we, we talk about building trust among black men um, because we yeah. know that Without trust, it's hard to build a relationship. They're not gonna, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not going to follow you. They're mm -hmm. not going to mm -hmm. uh, be led by you mm -hmm. or be in relationship. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I feel mm -hmm. We're going to turn to the young young Thurgood. What's up, brother? Not much, man. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Look at that. He's all cool and stuff, man. This brother, I didn't watch him come from a little fella now. How old are you, Thurgood? I'm 15. You're 15. What What is occupying? What are y'all talking about? Um, you know, young brothers, your age group, you you interact them with either in school or church or in community. You know, what what's important to you? Well, really what's important to us is mostly online spaces, stuff on Twitch, gaming platforms, and other things like, like that. Like, something happened at XCon. They did something here. They did something there. That's what's been most occupying most of our minds recently. So technology and and th that space. Yeah. Um, do you feel like most of the young people that you interact with have, um, they're gonna use that space towards like what they do in the future, employment, or is it just an entertainment space? I believe it's a mixture of both because like everybody's posting TikToks, but not everybody's going, of course going to be doing that full time. So I think it's really a mixture of both because content creation isn't a dream come true to some people. Okay, so content create we creating some content here, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's what we're doing. We're creating content for black men by black men, mm -hmm. um, just in the spirit of just love. So here's one of the things we always do at the Black Man Lab Afterflow being powered by the New Georgia Project, is we always ask about your habits, rituals, and disciplines. Because we are clear that we don't become strong black men by accident. That it is actually, like, there's some... That's why it's called the lab. You know what I mean? What goes into an authentic black man? And that's what we're all trying to figure out collectively. So we just want to start. Can you share? Because there may be a brother right now and we don't know where this is going to be. There may be a brother incarcerated somewhere. There may be a brother that is on their last leg and they feel like they're ready to give up. Your habit, ritual, and discipline, um, give it to me in a minute. What you do on a daily or weekly basis that keeps you moving as a 36-year-old in the direction you're moving in. Well, my habit is... Uh... I, I, I like to use planners. Like I said, that's just one of my habits. Everything I do, I think every day I write down 10 things that I can get accomplished. So those 10 things, I start checking them off every, every morning. So that's one of my habits. Yes, sir. Um, one of the rituals that I do is kind of, you know, is like I said, I get out in the morning just trying to get some sun on my body. You know, mm -hmm. sun is healing. You know, you get that sun in, you know, like I said, it gives you that healing energy. Like I said, and also I like to, I mean, I'm big on meditation too. You know, that, that's, that's, that's one of the things. 
Uh, what was the other? How how long do you when you get out in the sun? Are you walking or you just might go out and sit? Nobody just go out and sit. I find a find a direct spot and just sit there for a minute, you know, and just just let you know. I like to go out there with my shirt off, you know, just get <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, just get that get, get that get that energy on you, you know, like I said, get that energy on you. And also one of the things that I, I like to do, like I said, and this this big on me is 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 our brothers our eating habits, you know. Mm. I'm 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 big on, on eating habits, you know. Um, you know, I, I eat vegan. Um, like I say, you know, well, I ain't gonna say vegan. I kind of taste a little bit of chicken in that, but but, but it stay balanced, you know. But, but like I said, yeah, like chicken eat grass. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, you know, I don't I don't like big chicken. Like I said, if anything's like a tender or something, but most of the time I'm, I'm majority of the time, seventy percent of the time I'm, I'm eating vegan. But like I said, you know, that's just one of the things I think I temple. Like I said, you know, keeping that temple holy, you know. Yes, sir. Like I said, so that's that's the biggest thing with me. Man, appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. Um. Good. What do you do, man? I mean, you are a very good student. Come from two parents who both have um, what they call terminal degrees. One is a PhD, one is a JD. I know academics is big for you. Tell other young brothers, what do you do to maintain your grades? What do I do to make? I you have to study, especially if you have multiple AB classes. Which you do, I take. Yeah. In hindsight, this night might not have been the best thing to do because I am always either studying for something, doing homework, and I finish my homework around like nine, and then it's too late to really start anything. So, so when you come home, do you start watching? You know, back in the day, I used to watch cartoons. I don't know if you remember. Have you ever seen Speed Racer? Uh, yeah, I have actually. For real? Oh, that's good. We see we we bond on Speed Racer. Um. And so, what well, Trixie, Trixie, was that the car, name of the car? No, that was the yeah. girlfriend. Oh, my fault. Anyway, <clears throat> um, do you watch cartoons? Do you do anything before you study, or do you come home? Like, what is that routine, right? I First, I go home, study. Then I got to, then I do my homework. And then I have to go to Taekwondo, practice Monday and Wednesdays. Then I got to go back home. Play the piano if, as if I really can do it, and then, then get ready for bed, eat dinner, go to sleep, and then repeat every day, every Monday through Friday. All right, I see you got one of one of those those sweatshirts on. What's that? Eat, sleep, organize, vote, repeat. You're not you're not old enough to vote yet, but it looks like you eat, sleep, organize, study, and repeat. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but Mike, what what are your habits, rituals, and disciplines? You're gonna close oh, wow. us out with oh, this wow, one. Oh wow, man! So so I want to drop this in your spirit. So for about the last um, 57 years old, so for about the last 40 years old, 40 years or better, I've had this this process that I go through, and 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 I'll drop it in your spirit. It says, "What your mind believes and conceives, your body will achieve." So I feed my mind every day. Yes, I believe it every day, mm-hmm. and so I'm feeding my mental. I feed my physical. And by feeding my mental and my physical, I'm able to accomplish whatever I have to do that day. So when I get up in the morning, the first thing I'm doing is, hey, I'm thanking the good Lord for, for allowing me to be here, for allowing me to see my family, love my son, my daughter, and my wife. Before I do anything, yes, I'm going into that closet and I'm talking about talking to God about that. Yes, sir. And then that's feeding my family and feeding my mental. Then I go out and I, you know, you and I have had this issue here, and I'm going to just drop it on you. 
you know, my only thinks that he can compete with me physically. I don't know why. <laughs> right, he, like, but, but he, like, he always he always cowers down when I try to take him to the gym. But he will never go with me. And so, so I'm still gonna put that challenge out publicly. So, so, so my physical is I, I go to the gym and I and you know what I do. I get I get down. You know, I, my son's 30, 28 years old, and I. He can't mess with in, you. In my mind, I think I can. In my mind, I challenge you, but I know in my physical, I can't. My <laughs> <laughs> so, so, he's, he's over here looking like, oh, I got you, Dad. Quit playing, bro. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, my my that's my my ritual, and my you know that's it. I'm I'm, I'm up every day, and I'm I thank the good Lord for allowing me to be here. Yes, and sir. then, of course, I have a busy day. You know, from start to finish, I have a company that I run. It's yeah. a multi-million dollar company that that we built from my wife and I and my son and my daughter. We built it from ground up. Yeah, and uh, it's it's done very well. We we employ a lot of people in this community, yeah. and I take pride in being able to employ employ my people. And I'll say it publicly: I employ my people, and yeah. uh, that's first. So employing my people is very important. So what your mind believes you conceive, your body will achieve. The harder you work, the harder you surrender. Guys, believe that because yes, if sir. you work hard, it's not it's it's very hard to surrender. Man, brothers, we we appreciate you all. We want we're grateful for the voices of these black men. Statesboro represented well. We're going to come back with another group. And so on behalf of Black Man Lab and the New Georgia Project, we thank y'all for coming to the Afterflow. Thank you, brothers. We're coming right back. Session two, y'all.